Hello, 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 and welcome to Real Conversations. I hope all is well. I pray all is well. And if it is not, trust and believe that it can and it will get better. So, today, I'm a little, I'm not even in my feelings. I don't even know how I feel at this point. Because I'm so aware and because I understand narcissism and I understand the things that they do and why they do it, it's frustrating because you, because you're the aware person, a lot of the times you have to take the high road. And it's not always easy. Because you see, when you are in that energy of peace, love, and light, you know, people will try you. And people who suffer from narcissism, NPD, the personality disorder, they like to trigger you. They like to do things and say things to see if they could bait you into the trap, right? And we're all human. And every now and then, the narcissist will, I wouldn't even say trigger you, but they get you to that point where you're like, you know what? You caught me on the right day because I got the energy for you and I got, I'm coming with all the smoke, right? Because they think because you're quiet or silent or because you, you know, you move different or because you're not entertaining them. They really do in their delusional minds. They really. They, it bothers them. It bothers them. I mean, the narcissist will go out of their way. To just find anything to say. Any, they want to stay in that victim mentality, that victim mindset. With their mental disorder, they will play on people's emotions and manipulate the shit out of their mental disorder. They know something is wrong with them. They know that some shit ain't right with them. And they will play on that to gain sympathy. Just, I'm saying, they will talk about you to anybody who's willing to listen. And some of the shit that they say don't even make no sense. So, you know, I've been very open and honest and transparent about my experiences with narcissists, right? But here's the thing. I I was with a narcissist for over 20 plus years. He is I also have two children with the narcissist, right? The narcissist has a sister who is also a narcissist. And, you know, I've always known that she was troubled. I've always known that she had some issues. Um, even from when she was a little girl, like her and my middle daughter are literally months apart. They're like the same age. When I used to have them little, I used to literally dress them like twins, buy them the same outfits same clothes. And she was always very jealous of my daughter. Like it got to a point where, you know, she was really, you could see the jealousy in her, but no matter what I did, I always try, you know, not even just me, but my kids, we sacrifice, you know, for her. We try to not, you know, not make her feel funny. People would be like, oh, are they twins? And, you know, most people, when we would say, oh, no, they're aunt and niece, they would look at us like, huh? 
So I stopped referring her, referring to her as, um, you know, like, oh, their aunt. So I said, you know, she's one of my girls. So people kind of just know her as one of my girls. They didn't ask her, oh, okay. They just, they just knew that they were related somehow. And she has always had and showed signs of issues. And throughout her life, she's lived with me three times. Three times she's lived with me. I literally raised this girl like she was my own. I didn't treat her any different. But you could see the growing resentment in her. The hatred that she had, not only for me, but for my daughters. And even with my granddaughter, she would be very jealous and envious. You know, I'm a very loving... I spoil my kids, okay? Even when I don't have, my kids have. My kids, they don't want or need for nothing. I make it happen. I sacrifice for my kids. And anybody who knows me like that will tell you, okay? So, and each one of my kids, they have their own. They don't share. Like, I'm, I'm one of those parents, right? And I understand her issues and, you know, her childhood, you know, issues because her abandonment issues with her, her mom and the, how abusive her father was. Like, I get all of that stuff. But that is no reason, no reason to use your mental disorder. Your This girl didn't want no help. This girl didn't want, she didn't even try. Didn't even try. She was always getting my daughter. My, my daughter now is very athletic. My daughter has always been good in school. She never really mixed and mingled with too many people. You know, and my daughter, no matter what my daughter, my daughter tried to embrace her and tried to love her and tried to, you know, but she was just so jealous and envious of my daughter. You could see it. And the older she got, the worse it got. She was getting my daughter in problems in school. My daughter never had problems in school. Never. It's like my daughter couldn't have her own identity. Like she wanted to siphon my daughter's identity. Everything my daughter wanted to do, she wanted to do. And the sad part about it is we tried to encourage her. We tried to push her. But she wasn't doing it for herself. She was doing it to try to emulate my daughter, to be like my daughter, to try to, you know, she was walking in my daughter's shadows. And as much as she, she, like, she hated my daughter, you could see it. It doesn't matter what you do or try to, how much you try to help a narcissist, they are literally broken individuals. There is nothing you can do. So I'm at a point where I'm not even angry at her. I'm just like this girl, just to see how the narcissism just affected her over the years. It's just sad. The habitual lying, the manipulation, the stealing. She was stealing money, like just doing things that she had no no reason to do. You know, she's doing a smear campaign. She's out here talking about my daughter and saying all these things about my daughter and and stretching the truth. And it's so crazy because the narcissist will tell, they would sit back and watch and tell everybody's business. 
and sit back and play the victim like they do nothing. I'm telling you, the narcissist wants to play the victim, the hero, the villain. They play every role in their own little delusional story. I don't hate this girl, but when I tell you, I just look at her and I'm just, when I just, just, just the, I just get sick to my stomach. I'm like, I, I just see nothing good happening to her. And it's sad because you want to pray over them. You want the best for them. But literally, they are their own demise. Those demons take control of them and they are their own demise. They are their own downfall. They always have the same problems. It does not matter where they go and who they are with. They will always have these same problems. And instead of sitting down and doing the work and fixing themselves, they just go hop. I'm telling you, they just latch on to people and then turn things to their delusional mind. Turn to, and they become jealousy. They, they become filled with jealousy and envy and hate. My daughter's away at college. You know how much that burns her soul? This girl was taking two courses online. And see, here's another thing. A lot of the things that she's experiencing is just not her fault. Because her father crippled her. Literally. And if you understand anything about narcissism, narcissists cripple their children. They do not teach them any life skills. They want their children to be solely dependent on them. But they abuse their kids in the process. Like it's just a sick, twisted type of love affair that they have. It's an abusive, toxic love affair between a parent and a child. It's almost like incest. And so this girl, the things that she should know for her age, well, she she pretends like she don't know. She acts clueless. But the things that she don't know, oh, she know that very well. The things that she shouldn't know, she knows very well. But where did she learn this from? You know, who did she see? Who did she? The narcissist. The narcissist taught her how to lie. He taught her how to be a thief. He taught her how to be abusive. He taught her how to, you know, to use her body to get money and do all these things. He, he, this, she, this is taught. You know, the girl can't keep a job to save her life. And I hate to say this, but, you know, she's a perfect and a prime candidate for like that sex trafficking industry. You know, one of those women who, because of their personality disorder, because of the things that they've been through, because of the trauma and because of all the hurt, they use their bodies. And this is what narcissists do. They use their bodies for attention, to get validation, to feel some type of intimacy, to feel like somebody loves them, to feel wanted. This is what they do. But it's also very transactional. So they'll play nice. They'll play dumb. They'll do all of these things. And then, oh, you know, play like the damsel in distress. And they get caught up in situations with these kind of abusive men. Because they secretly want a man that's like their father because that's all they know. They, they're comfortable with the pain. They're comfortable with the dysfunction. And a narcissist literally trains you to now be prime target and a for the next man to come along.
This is what narcissistic men do to their daughters. When I tell you this girl hates my daughter, so well, she hates all my daughters. My daughters are beautiful. I'm just going to say. My daughters are beautiful. They have beautiful personalities. They're very independent. They're about their business. But the things that she is out here saying about my daughter, which we all don't care because half of it is not true, but my daughter is in college. She's doing what college students do. That's life. I, I would never ridicule my daughter for living her. I encourage my daughter to live her life. I want her to go out and experience life. I want her to enjoy her college years because guess what? Once she's done with her college years, she has to now step into the real world. And she has to put her big girl panties on and do big girl shit. So while you are still under my care, while I'm still providing for you, go out and enjoy your life. My kids, they'll tell you they don't have to work. If you get a job, cool. But I'm not that mother that I'm like, oh, you got to get a job. Oh, you got to pay my bills. Oh, you got to work. Oh, you need this. Oh, you need that. No. I want you to enjoy your life. I don't want you to have to fucking deal with those pressures that society place on you. Like, oh, you have to. Oh, you living in your mother. You 18. You, go, you don't want. No. You go to school. Get your education. Enjoy your life. You got all of your fucking life to work and to slave for somebody or to create your own business and slave for yourself. You have your whole entire life, God willing. And she's jealous because of the way I care for my kids. I'm going to tell you several times, my, my youngest daughter, she's, you know, she's a little rambunctious. But, you know, she's very affectionate. Mommy, I love you. Mommy, come give me a kiss. Oh, mom, go on to bed. Good night. Oh, mommy, come lay with me. She hurt, like, when I tell you, she would turn, like, red. Like, you could see, she was seething with, like, and I'm just, because she never had that. Because she never had her mother. Or she never had somebody to love on her in that way. And I get it. I'm not your mother. But I'm still here teaching you, showing you certain things, trying to help you become a woman and she has other relatives and I'm quite sure that they try to probably help her as well but because of the, the, the delusions in her mind because she can't let go of the hurt the pain and all the abuse and all the things that her father had programmed in her mind rather than embracing she went the other direction that jealousy, I'm telling you, that jealousy and that envious spirit is a wicked thing. Is a wicked, wicked thing. I feel so bad for this girl. Like, I can't even be mad. I can't even be angry. I just sit back and I shake my head and I'm like, wow. That narcissism shit is, a, is deep. And when I tell you, I literally watched this girl grow. When she was staying with me, I'm a, I'm a big stickler for school. When she was staying with me, she actually made the honor roll for the first time in her life. She couldn't even fucking believe it. It was during COVID. 
I literally had my living room set up like a school. I went out and bought all the supplies. I did everything. I didn't ask her brother for anything. I didn't ask her father for anything. I stepped in that room. I was like, all right, I got you. Let's just, let's get, I sat there. This girl could barely read. She can't write. She can't, my daughter had to stand with her several times at a counter and help her count money. And she was in high school. When I tell you my daughters sacrificed so much to help her, to show her love, to be there for her, to support her, to encourage her. And when I tell you that jealousy runs deep, it runs deep. And we never try to make her feel bad about it. We never, you know, try to make her feel like she was dumb or she wasn't smart. She came to live with me literally like junior high school. And, um, you know, things weren't going well for her. So her father asked if she could stay with me. Okay, cool. When I tell you the hot ass mess it was, I've never received so many phone calls from a school in my life. The girl wasn't doing no homework. The girl wasn't. And I asked, you got homework today? You, how was school? I'm, I'm that parent. Oh, no, 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 no. Everything. Oh, I did. Oh, okay. Okay. Report card come. This girl getting D's, E's. I'm like, wait a minute. Now, granted, I understand you may struggle in one class. But all your classes and you go to school every day. So what you doing? And you coming home, you ain't got no homework. What you doing? And then I spoke to the father, and he says, oh, it's okay if she get D's, oh, it's all right. She's the, the fuck, not in my house? No. I have standards in my house. I have rules. I have guidelines. I have structure. I said, we don't know. We, we don't do this. I'm working and busting my ass and paying bills and keeping a roof over your head, feeding you clothes. You want, you want all this hair. You want all kind of stuff done. All your, your job is to do is go to school and you can't do that. Then you need to go back to where you came from because this, this does not work in my house. And when I tell you it was a shit show, it was a shit show. Amongst other things that she was doing in my house. The girl would eat you out of house and home with no regard for nobody else. You can't say nothing to her. You can't. So I'm, you saw like how things were just spiraling. And I'm just like, wait a minute, what? You can't even have a conversation in your house. She ear hustling. And then she go back and tell somebody, what? I went out of my way. My daughter slept on the floor and gave her her bed. And I eventually went and bought bunk beds and went and bought, you know, beds for the, the girl. I mean, when I tell you my kids sacrificed for her and for her to do the things that she was doing and saying to me and my kids, when I said the ultimate disrespect, but narcissists because of the things that they go through and the, in their minds and how they just like, it's mind blowing sometimes. You can't even make sense of it. They 
will use their mental disorder as a crutch to always play the victim, to always make people feel sorry for them, for them to always want people to help them, to do things for them. They can't get shit right. And the sad truth is there's no medication. There's no amount of therapy. Like they have to want to to do the work. But it's not easy for them. And it's just sad. It's just really sad. I'm not sad, but it's just sad to know and watch a person literally live a life of destruction. This girl is stalking us on our social media pages, creating fake pages, watching us through friends pages. Like, this girl is delusional. I can't even begin to tell you the stories that this girl has sat and told me about her family. It got to a point where I really just didn't even honestly believe her. I didn't pay her no mind. I was just like, oh, okay. And, and I stopped answering her. Oh, okay. It was so bad. I I don't even... When I say my heart breaks for her... Because I've literally known this girl... Since she was... Since she was a a toddler. And even to take it back... When when I would take her... People would always ask me... Did she behave? Was she alright? Or did she do anything? Or she... And I would be like, yeah, she was fine. Why, what happened? And they would just give me a look like she wasn't. And I was like, no. You know, for the most part, she was good. Every now and then, yeah, she would do something. And I would have to discipline her. She would kind of be okay and, you know. But she was a thief then. She was, you know, when she would come over to my house, she would always leave. I would have to hide my daughter's money and stuff like that because she was a thief then. It's just, it's just mind blowing. You know that you really just can't help a narcissist and you literally have to turn your back on them. You don't want to hate them, but... Just because they have a mental disorder that does not excuse their piss poor behavior. The things that they say, the things that they do, because they know what they're saying and they know what the hell they're doing. Trust me, they know. They're not stupid, but they play stupid. And this is why I always say, they know when to turn that shit off and on. They know. Every now and then, they'll let it slip because, you know, they can't help it sometimes. Oh, but they know when to turn that shit off and on. And they know who to turn it off and on. Because when it was just me, by myself, oh, she would talk real tough. She would talk real slick. But because I'm in my right mind, I didn't put my hands on her because I knew better. Because then she would go into that victim mode. That's not what I said. That's not what I meant. And I don't know why she's acting like this. That's a, I don't know why she... You know, they do that shit. They play that shit very well. They pull that card. 
So once I stopped talking to her one-on-one and I started talking to her with my partner, she didn't like that. Oh, she got mad. Now she's all of a sudden uncomfortable with him in the house. Mind you, this man never did nothing to her. He never did nothing to her. He gets along with my kids fine. Everybody else is fine. We don't have no problems. It was just her. Because of the love that we give, the positive energy that we give, because my house is peaceful. We have fun. We enjoy everything. We enjoy every, every little thing we do. We enjoy it. But you see, narcissists don't like peace. They like dysfunction. They thrive off of it. They thrive off of it. Because if there's peace, there's no excuse for their piss poor behavior. Do you see how that works? If everybody is calm and everybody is chilling and everybody's happy and in a good space, and here they come with it, well, what's your problem? Well, what's wrong with you? Ain't nobody do nothing to you. Why are you mad? That's that jealousy and that envy. That's those demons that take over them and possess their minds and control the shit that they do and say. Because narcissists always have to find some kind of problem. Some kind of, that's what they thrive off of. And because their lives are so fucked up, they think everybody else is the same way that they are. And it's not. When I tell you it's peaceful here, when I tell you we, I be like, we, are, we have so much fun in my house. My house is peace. And our peace would always interrupt her demons. We could be fine, chilling. Here she come with some shit. And we all looking around, looking around at each other like, the fuck? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, what the f- Okay, what demon are we dealing with today? That's how it was. You know, we would try to pray. Pray for her. Pray over her. Pray with her. Listen, honey. She need an exorcism with some holy water. She need a holy bath. She needs something. But when I tell you, and the way me and my partner, we, how we are, we just, when I tell you he's so chill, he's so laid back, he's such a cool person. But see, the thing is, is that he's firm. He don't, he don't have to discipline my kids. He don't even have to talk to my kids. As a man, he'll say certain things to them and he'll give his perspective, but I got that under control. I don't have those problems with my kids. I don't have those issues. And it got to the point where it was like, listen, if you are here and you are disrespecting the woman of this house, you are disrespecting me as the man of the house. We bust our ass to pay bills. To make sure that y'all have what y'all have. To live where we live. To provide the things that we provide. We're not going to tolerate disrespect. Because if you disrespecting her, you disrespecting me. And if we're here together and we are a unit and we move as one and we operate as one and you are the only one that have a problem, then you got to go. Oh, she didn't like that. She didn't like that. Because the things that she wanted to do and how she wanted to act, even if I was still with her brother, she would not be able to do. 
So what does that say? Because I'm not her mother, because we are not blood relatives, because I have no, but you're in my house. You begged me to come stay in my house. I didn't ask you to come stay in my house. I'm not gaining anything by you staying with me. If anything, I'm losing. That's more money I gotta spend. That's more food I gotta buy. That's more shit that I gotta provide and do. So you are not doing me a favor by being in my house. So because she wasn't able to do the things that she wanted to do and move how she wanted to move and lie and manipulate and steal from us and t do all the, you know, t amongst other things. Now she's running around playing victim. So somebody could feel sorry for her. So somebody could listen to her sob stories. But yet she's still sitting back stalking us, creating fake profiles, stalking through our friends' pages. Sitting my daughter text messages. Like, it's just like, like, make it make sense. Like, make it make sense. But you can't. You just have to leave them alone. Oh, hello. Who are you? No. You don't know who I am? You gonna find out. I don't know. Ask one of the girls. It was in one of the other bags. I don't, it's not in my bag. What? I bought a shampoo. What happened? This man always clocking. Every time I buy something, he always in my business. Anyway, I say all of this to say is, I, I'm in my feelings today a little bit, but my feathers is not ruffled. Only because this is normal. This is to be expected. It's just sad. And my heart breaks for this girl because it does not look good for her. I, I feel so bad for her. You know, I, all I could do is just hope and pray that she don't end up in on the streets somewhere selling herself. And that's if she's not already doing that. But just in that vicious cycle on drugs, you know, shuffling from place to place being in these abusive toxic relationships with men and possibly women who knows i don't know what she's doing um you know she's a beautiful young lady but that's all she got going for her is her beauty and we all know beauty fades it's on the inside what counts and she ain't got much going on on the inside because what's inside is not good that jealousy, that hate, that envious spirit. So as much as I want to be angry at her, as much as I'm disappointed, I'm just going to pray for her and send her love and light. I'm going to continue to walk in, in, my, in my energy and not allow her to take me to that, to that place of anger. Because trust me, you know, Side note, my daughter plays softball and she broke my daughter's softball trophy because she knows how passionate my daughter is about softball. And you see, that's the disrespect that I'm talking about. She knows how passionate my daughter is about her softball and, for, and how hard my daughter worked to gain those trophies.
Some things you can never get back. And the fact that she broke my daughter's trophy, I'm telling you, that mental disorder that she got, somebody is not going to care about that mental issue. And she's going to fuck around and find out. Because somebody's going to whip that ass. But then again, that's what she's used to. That's what she knows. She knows how to get beat. She knows what that feeling is like. So she's probably immune to it. Because she definitely don't embrace love. So I'm going to send her love and light. And I'm going to continue to send her love and light. And I could just only hope and pray that, you know, um, God keeps her and protects her and guides her through this storm in her life. Because she got a long journey. Understand, there's nothing that you can do for a narcissist. You got to let them go. Love them and pray for them, but let them go. Because they are their own worst enemy. They are their own destruction. And they are their own demise. Wishing you nothing but love and light. Stay blessed.